When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Hey guys and gals, it's Dustin from the Friend Zone here, and I got a little message for you, especially for those of you that like my shiny bald head. If you want to know how I got it, normally I would not tell you, but today I'm feeling friendly and nice, so here we go. I use Bevel. Now, Bevel is the first and only shaving system created specifically for coarse, curly, thick hair that most black men, some black women, and, you know, a lot of other people, too, have that kind of hair, right? Like me, I have it. And so what I do to keep it off and keep my head smooth and shiny is I use Bevel. They send you everything you need a beautiful beautiful razor it looks good it looks like money it feels like money they send you the blades they send you the brush to apply the balm they send you something to put on afterward everything you need even a restoring balm specifically they give you all of those things it's great what you need to do now and right now is log on to getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and at checkout enter code friendzone free and you will get your first month free now, who doesn't like free stuff, right? So once again, log on to GetBevel.com, that's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L, and enter code FRIENDZONEFREE to get your first month for free. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Bevel is brought to you by the genius of Tristan Walker, and he was the first and only person to create a shaving system specifically for thick, coarse, curly hair. So if you have that, log on to GetBevel.com and enter, zone, enter code FRIENDZONEFREE and get your first month free. Like me. Do y'all hear me? Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Do you see me? Do you want to be with me? Dustin, give them a fresh hot 16 and let the people know what we're doing in this thing. Uh, the uh, next to kill, uh, don't test the kid. I uh-huh. got something in my boxes that'll make dollar bills. Uh-huh. Uh, you know me, you know a nigga never gonna chill. Cause my name is Dustin Ross, and bitch, I keep it straight real and really funky, don't know. And there go the voice you know. And you was coming at the beginning of this here show. And this is the friend zone. And I'ma leave y'all alone. Cause I'm trying to go home and make somebody moan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Word. Welcome back to the friend zone, you guys. I know if you've been here this time, you've been here before. And if not, welcome back for the first time. Damn welcome it. back for the first time. I like Pop that. your cherry, goddammit. Like what's happening? Wait a minute. That sounds like that a was book. aggressive. That's it. Welcome back for the first time. That's something. Mm-hmm. Welcome need... back for the first time. You need to put a, put, put a I'm gonna write that. a song called Welcome Back for the First Time and sell it to Tamar so she can sing it. And it'll be like Ooh. her Hello by Adele, but it'll be a big hit like that. And I'm only Ooh. saying that because I wrote it. Oh, can I help you write that? Can I help you arrange that? Welcome back for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad to use the dove melody. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, Tamar going to sing it like that on purpose because she petty. So Tamar going to be like, yeah. Welcome back for the first time. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Trina can't be on it. Tracy damn sure can't be on oh, it. Oh, Lord. And Tony Why? ain't going to be on it because Tony thinks she too good. She ain't going to do it. Legendary true. heavyweight Tony like, Braxton. Like, That's for y'all. That's for That's them. That's right. They- Grammy <laughs> Award winning. Bitch win a Grammy every time she get nominated. Tony Braxton. She can't help it. She's been like that her whole life. She- Tony's been alienated from her sister. She's the life. one. She- see? She's the one. She is. It's Tony Braxton. Shit. <laughs> I mean, yes, it-, it is Tony Braxton, but I'm saying case in point right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how the hell we talked about that, but <laughs> it don't matter. We back on. That's right. We're black on. We're Welcome back to the friend zone, which is a podcast where you can come every single week and find out everything you need to know about mental health, mental hygiene, and mental wellness, with the emphasis Emphasis. on mental hygiene. Because who in the hell? Emphasis. Mm-hmm. Emphasis. Want a musty brain on their asses, specifically emphasis. Hey, I don't teach classes. <laughs> Like a test I passes. Another one. It's the remix. Like this a is the new I one. Passes. I'm just playing. Go ahead. What's up, y'all? I'm happy to be here this week. I'm in a great mood. The I weather know, is the, beautiful the weather, in New York look, City right now. That, those are going to be the first words out of my mouth. Oh, my the God. The weather is beautiful. Okay. The weather didn't have a glow up. It's like the weather got their ends clipped, and now their hair is just on fleek. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going like on the, with the weather. It's like the rice stones are in season or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo, big like, everything. <laughs> knock them stones loose. <laughs> Shout out to Tiffany, New York pilot. It's all relative, though. New York. Tiffany, New York, probably be talking about New York City. Boom. No. What are we I doing? I bring it back, no. right? No. Fran, can you just please? What are we doing this week? Lisa, Fran. Because <laughs> you are tired of us already, so it's like, let's just Before you now. tell us what we're doing this oh, week, damn. why don't we talk about what happened last week? Oh, damn. Right. So last week, we talked about respectability politics which is when our marginalized communities decide to police each other to keep them in check and in place with mainstream society. So, guys, <laughs> tell me which comments you found that resonated with you. I found one that resonated with me. And for me, sometimes it's the little things, right? It's the things that you guys pick up on that we say or that we do, you know, that... that are not necessarily a part of our agenda for the week, but the things that just happen, just the organic stuff. So this week I want to mention the tweet from I Live on Venus. Your Twitter is at I Live on Venus. And your tweet says, Aw, shout out to look at Dustin on this is shout out to look at Dustin on the This Magic Moment reference on Friend Zone Pod. My uncle would be smiling with joy. Heart melt moment, Ben E. King. So obviously she is Ben E. King's niece. Uh, and he <laughs> had that song, This Magic Moment, which we sang on the show last week. And so what a full circle moment for us, right? Aww. Yeah. So shout out to I, I Live on Venus. Hey, boo. Sante, what about you? Well, I have to read this one because it's from Miss Tiffy, baby. I just wanted to read it like that because it sounds like Miss Nikki, baby. <laughs> um, but this is from SoundCloud. And based on what we discussed on last week's episode, they found, or they said, I was big on respectability politics until I realized I was dealing with two monsters, self-hate and internalized misogyny. Mm. I suppressed a lot of who I really was and seeing people do things that I was told was wrong or immoral, but low-key was what I wanted to do, and it made me angry. Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable with people who were comfortable with themselves. Crazy, right? So once I started living for me, doing what I love, and unpacking other people's expectations slash vision for my life, I came to accept and respect how others live on their own lives. That is powerful. That was powerful. I I saw that comment on SoundCloud, too. It stood out to me. You actually brought it to my attention. And I thought it was important to highlight because when you can really, like, sit and look at a situation and break down to yourself 
the root of it. Like right. you, you've really like done yourself a service, and I thought that that was dope. Yeah, that's why that one stood out to me too. Because she, the fact that she was so comfortable being like, "Yeah, this is exactly what I thought too." <laughs> like, like yeah. I was part of the problem, you know. And now I understand where it was coming from, and this is how I view it. I love self reflection. Yeah. So. That's why I thought that yeah. was really cool. Because it goes in line with kind of like what we do with the show. So to see that happen in the comments, it's like, y'all Yay, get it. Yeah. Right? And then y'all are giving those, us those perspectives as well. So it's dope. Yeah. She real. She real, dog. She, she real. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you, what did you find over there? Um, I actually found um, a, a conversation, I should say, because it's a few comments, actually, that really I found so impactful. Because I always say, if you can share your perspective that's great. But if you can teach me or school me in a way, then that's like next level to me because I love having dialogue that makes me even question my own perspective. So with that being said, those of you in the natural hair community are going to know who I'm talking about because she's huge. She's one of the OG natural hair YouTubers. She goes by Kimmy Tube. And um, she was saying on Twitter... This is, these were her tweets. She said, The any black will do mentality held by many whites is largely why black respectability politics ever became a thing. It mm. was a group survival tactic. When a crime occurred, or supposedly did, and the suspect was white, white, excuse me, the suspect was black, whites would come after the entire black community and even burn it down. Mm. Black people back then taught their children to be respectful, not just out of manners, but because the wrong words could literally get them killed. So being a criminal of any sort and black, you now put your entire community in danger of being murdered. And be, I, I don't know, is today going to mm-hmm. be a part Look, two they, of no English No, for but me. because they got it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what the fuck she meant to say. <laughs> Sorry, hey. y'all. So she said, so basically, I thought that was so fascinating because... A lot of the times what happens to all of us is that we focus on the cause of something or rather we focus on the effect, I should say, Mm. the effect of something. But we don't reach back into the cause. Mm -hmm. What was the root? Why did society turn into this, especially black communities? Why are we policing each other? So I love the fact she was like, hold up. I know y'all feel this way (laughs) and it's understandable, but you have to understand where this was coming from. And the fact that she schooled me and said, yes, it did not evolve. That's the problem. It didn't move with the times. It didn't change. But it was a survival tactic because back in the day, entire communities were actually getting killed for the actions of one or two people. So that's where it came from. It wasn't just policing but it was just survival tactic and i thought that was an incredible perspective that actually made me sit back and be like okay all right i'm not saying i take back how i feel because like she said it just didn't evolve with the times which is i think what the problem is but i'm absolutely now totally understanding of why there are people who like especially our grandparents you know that can't let go of that Mm -hmm. because they're still in that survival mentality so Thank you for the perspective. It totally opened my mind. And I think now we can even maybe have more compassion for those who still believe that so heavily because we know where it's coming from. That's and that's right. what this show is about. Absolutely. Compassion and listening to perspectives so you can be fair. Basically. Right. And hopefully on the other end of that, y'all considered going out to the strip club and just seeing what it was about. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And if you did, or if you are still thinking about it, just go enjoy your basket of wings and just see what it's about. Mm-hmm. All right. 
But don't see what's gonna happen if you put a photo of yourself up on Instagram because she didn't put that photo up for herself. So don't do that. Part. Did you see the comment with someone saying if the first lady Michelle Obama was at the strip club, that would give the cool points? Look, especially I w- if she was eating wings. That's what and they listen, said. And <laughs> listen, for, for me, I, it it. Never mind. I was going to say, if she's in the right strip club, too, <laughs> and she up in there, I'd be like, oh, Michelle is lit. Like, I Yeah, but Michelle I get defensive, though. Like, don't say shit to me about the first lady eating chicken wing. Fuck you, me. Why are you talking to me about <laughs> Michelle Obama eating chicken? So I, I, I'm on. I'm already, like, I'm ready, period. Like, I'm already not <laughs> but receptive. But that's because a strip club staple. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, but who said that? Like, don't talk. Don't be trying to play my first true, lady and true. talk about her eating chicken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whether she do it or not. I don't want you telling me about it. Right. You know, so let me observe it if it was to happen. <laughs> like, don't like, don't put that it? in the okay. story. You know what I'm saying? She and she eating chicken. <laughs> like it's not enough for her to just be at the titty bar. You know, she at the titty bar. I, That's the story. I think my blackness added the chicken to it. But oh, know. I'm sorry. Never mind. No, it's fine. Either way, I was. <laughs> yeah, like, you, I you know, we we cool. You know, right. but that's yeah. Either way, you know. the chicken at the strip club is being had. <laughs> it is. They put onion powder on the chicken at the strip club and black pepper, Look, like you're supposed to. Like you're supposed to do. Right. They know what to do. So this week we are going to get into some. Heavy conversation yet again. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Except we're not loving it. We are not mm-hmm. loving it. So we have noticed the conversation online regarding or surrounding, I should say, the Nina Simone. Mm. Do you guys say biopic or biopic? I think that biopic sounds better, but sounds- I say biopic because everybody else does. And so I Because I always think- hear both and I'm like <laughs> Which one is the right one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or is it not a right one? It's like biopic is just more just like, you know, it's biophysics, biosexual, bio this, bio <laughs> biosexual. that. You know? Biosexual. <laughs> I, just, I, I want to throw that one in there and see how it's going to sound. Biosexual. So, so what's our group think for the show? Biopic? We're going to say biopic. Bi- I was about to say I'm a biopic kind of guy. <laughs> kind of guy. Okay, regular so the Nina regular. Simone biopic, there have been, there's a lot of controversy. <laughs> Everyone's taking a deep breath already. I know, I just, uh Surrounding. Um, Zoe mm-hmm. Saldana mm-hmm. and her acceptance of the role and now that we saw the trailer of what the there's been a lot of controversy for years surrounding it and I think now that we saw the trailer people's emotions are fired up about it so we wanted to use that to tie into colorism and how it fits into all of these industries beauty entertainment you name it TV so Let's get into it. Who wants to start? Let's. What do you think, Dustin? Why of- <laughs> I'm glad it's not me because I'm. Tr- I'm sitting here thinking. I I'm see like, you still trying to formulate. I, I am because because <laughs> honestly, all I want to talk about is how this should not be happening. But like it is, it's already happened and it it's will be. Come viewed. when is it coming out? I don't know. I I just I'm I'm tired because I'm tired. There's a there's a different view than colorism that I think of when I look at this. I just really think that everything is not for everybody and Zoe Zaldana should not have taken that role. Well, let's but, start with you. But because she has taken that role, maybe you know, she feels that her experiences have there, there's two there's two things here, right? Mm-hmm. So like when Chirac came out, I remember there being... I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it either. But I remember there being controversy around you know, people not being from Chicago or really knowing the Chicago story, having directed it, right? 
But you look mm. at directors that haven't, you know, niggas went back in Egypt and they made movies about Egypt right. shit, you know. The Titanic Why not? made millions of dollars in the box office. And if okay. you was on that motherfucker, you was dead. <laughs> so it's like part of me wants to give the benefit of the doubt and say somebody just saw Zoe's acting and, and said she can do this. And, you know, maybe she just felt like as an actress and through her experience, she could perform a great Nina Simone. So I don't want to take that type of opportunity away from someone. You know, you want to think that if you get something like that, you can deliver the best that you can. Now, when you get to set and somebody says, all right, we about to like spray paint you or something or paint you down (laughs) or whatever the process is. For me, that's when it kind of gets like, "Mm." for it's kind of hard being on the outside looking in because Hollywood, they do all sorts of things and everything's okay. Um, so for her, she probably just thought it was going to be just another day at the ranch to get colored. See, it even sounds weird to get colored. Cause you know, it just, there's no easy way to say that this shit just don't look right to right. me because I, it just does not look right to me. And I don't think that she is a great enough actress to do such a job, but I wanted to nail those points as to be why this could have been laid out before I say that I don't feel like there are, look at me. I say, look at all the black bitches out there dancing. There are plenty of people that could fit the color profile and probably the skill set to play Nina Simone. You don't need to paint this lady brown. <laughs> paint but uh, but again, it's like, you know, you have this <clears throat> opportunity and you feel like you might have the skill set. And there's so much that passes in white Hollywood for what they do. So it's kind of like I see all these conversations and these things and I want to just believe the greater good. But I, there always has to be somebody, even in just your set of friends, that has to tap you and be like, no, this is not it. I agree. So with it's that. like, how did this make it all the way up the chain and nobody said, yo, this is not it? <laughs> but then you have to look at they make movies like The Interviewer or The Interview where they fucking up other countries and shit. So why not do a black face on a black person and see what it's going to do? Yeah, this, is, this was a tough one for me because I, <clears throat> I don't. Um, you guys know I don't feel comfortable knocking people for what they do. Right. And I and so I made like people asking me on Twitter, what do you think? What do you think? And I stayed out of it just because I wasn't gonna go and attack Zoe. I'm it's just not how I'm wired. Right. So I wasn't gonna jump on that train. But I did start thinking about it just on my own, like, what okay. I tried to think of her. <laughs> find the words because right. I couldn't. That's what I'm saying. It's like you, it's so wrong that you can't even it find is. the words it to is. like justify it. And maybe there are parts of respectability politics that might come back into play. And that's right. what I was trying to find too. Like, like am I really not? Right. <laughs> um, I tried to think of her as a creative first, you know, and I asked myself, let's say I was an actress. I got this opportunity to have the biopic that was going to give me an Oscar, which I'm sure that's what she was thinking. Like, right. this is the life-changing, life-altering. I mean, um, Avatar was huge. Right. But it's this not like she... This is my Tina Turner. Exactly. Like if I was this Angela is Bassett. that moment where I'm going to stand up at the Oscars. So I was thinking of it as a creative. Like, wow, she... Imagine the millions and millions of dollars that was put in front of her face, number one. Then the opportunity to win an Oscar, number two the opportunity to play someone so iconic, number three. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just in that, that's a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. to turn something down like that, you know, based on integrity, which 
most people don't even have. <laughs> Not right. saying that she doesn't. I don't know her. Right. But integrity is already a thin line that gets very blurred when a check or an opportunity is put in front of your face. People have prices, most people, you know? So I was thinking of her in terms of that. I was like, that sucks because how do you turn down an opportunity like that? I was even going to ask Dustin because you're an actor. Imagine, like, I'm, forget the colorism for a second. Okay. Forget the prosthetic nose. Forget the darkening of the skin. Let's put, let's say you got the call. To play Nina Simone. Pl- well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. Might as well. Shit. Go ahead, though. No, who could we say? Um, let's say you got the call to play Miles Davis. Okay. 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 Right? That would be a fair. Mm, I like that. So you got the call. Here, I can't even think of what the dollar amount would be. What would be a dollar Enough. amount that would change him? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even know what actors make. What do actors, top I actors, know I don't shit. know. Mm-hmm. Whatever, a, a dollar amount that is life An offer I can't altering, refuse. That yeah. you cannot refuse. Would I do it? Would you do it? Um, After, after, uh, shit. And I don't honest, know. And be honest. It depends. Like, I wouldn't let them put... Knowing that the black community is probably going to be like, why would they choose this light-skinned yeah. dude? And... And knowing that the family is not giving the blessing. And or the is family is not giving the blessing. Put all that aside. Would And now you have this life-altering opportunity that could potentially get you an Oscar mm-hmm. if executed the right way. And even the, the supporting actor with... Um, I can't remember his name. But oh he's yeah, he's amazing. a he's a um, he's an uh, I know exactly. You who know you're what I'm talking, talking about because he, he is uh, he's one of the executive producers as well. He's incredible. Yeah. Mm. As soon as I saw him in the trailer, I was like, Damn, oh my I god, can't this think of his name. Been an Oscar mm. movie because he's incredible. So no, you have cool. him as a as a sub, as you're supporting. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is a big budget. The only way do? that I would say yes and take the job is if I was thoroughly aware of all the other details, right? If I had, if of course I would have read the script, so I would have to be 100% confident in the script. I would have to be confident in the direction of the film. Um, I would have to see costuming. I would have to see, because I know I don't look shit like Miles Davis. <laughs> right. But even though, like, even now there are things that I could do, because Miles Davis was quirky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There are specific things about him, the way that he moved and shit. And I know that I could mimic those things. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, Jamie Foxx really doesn't look like Ray Charles. But his portrayal of him was so accurate. And also, they're the same complexion, kind of. So it worked. It was believable. Mm-hmm. If we could do things with the lighting, you know what I mean? I'm not the lightest guy in the world. I'm brown skin, but I'm lighter than Miles Davis was. So if they could do things with the lighting on the film and, you know, if they could give me angles where it would be flattering as opposed to, you know, blatantly obvious that we don't look alike, then maybe I would take the role that I knew I could perform and that would distract people from the fact that we don't look alike. But, but what I but but then on the mm-hmm, flip side of that, right. I know I don't look like the nigga. <laughs> so it would not end up being the film that was gonna catapult me into, you know, an Oscar nomination and all those things. Cause it's a fool from the beginning. <laughs> were you done with were you done with your part? Because I'm ready to roll on, <laughs> on nigga. Okay, go well, ahead. I had yeah. to bring you in on that because you're the actor of the group. So Thank I you. so I'm not an actress. I only know just being a creative what integrity is when someone tries to throw mm-hmm. you know thousands for me it's not millions yet mm-hmm. but thousands and thousands of dollars that i'm thinking shit i can get my mom out mm-hmm. you know i mm-hmm. can i can 
pay my medical bills that I still have probably another 20 years mm-hmm. to pay. You know, well, I'm, even... I'm thinking in terms of life altering. So that is what I was thinking about when I thought of her. And I was like, shit, man, that's tough, you know. But then, like you said, mm-hmm. once you start getting into the actual movie, it's like a prosthetic nose, the darkening of the skin. You don't but even look anything like not even that she doesn't look anything like her, but it doesn't even look right. No, it doesn't look good. It doesn't make the movie even feel epic. Mm-mm. It looked uncomfortable. It looked like a scene from The Walking Dead. You mm-hmm. know, like her skin was like odd, like mm-hmm. the complexion. Because, you know, skins have um, undertones mm-hmm. and hues mm-hmm. that you can't recreate with makeup. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't work like that. So that's the issue I had. This is no longer an Oscar movie because it just doesn't look right. right. Mm-hmm. And then the other point that I started thinking was of the actresses that it was taking away from right. who wouldn't need a prosthetic mm-hmm. nose who wouldn't need to darken their skin, who could legitimize the film. legitimize the film just by being who they are, which means they are the ones that could bring the role to reality. Like, this is them. And the biggest part is Nina Simone, her entire career was based on being this black woman. You know what I mean? This... this um trying to go against the system that was creating what artists should talk about and what they should sing about. And her whole career was was being anti-establishment. And that's why she even suffered a lot mentally, emotionally, spiritually. She had her breakdowns because it was a lot of pressure to be woke, as we say now, in a, in a society where they just wanted you to be light and pretty and put a dress on and go dance. Especially you know? back then. Especially back then. So the fact that this is what she stood on, and then you're not going to take that into account when creating it. You know, the the real essence of her story, of who she is, the fact that her daughter wasn't involved or her estate. The director I've heard and the casting were white people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there's just so many elements that and just don't what, make sense. That's kind of what it goes back to. Like, you know, we're just now in a day where it's okay to be black and be on TV. And it still ain't. And it's, <laughs> you and, know what and, I mean? And, yeah. and it still ain't. Exactly. So they recycle all these roles and they recycle all these actors and actresses and no one ever sits down and says, well, Dan, why don't we just do the responsible thing and do a fucking casting? You know, there are all these faces out there for people waiting to be discovered. You don't have to pay Zoe Zaldana to do, you know, millions of dollars for something. You can pay somebody thousands of dollars and really might break your box office with a bomb-ass scene. Like, there are black people that hit the streets every day that are talented as fuck and just can't get in because there is a community that's like a box for black people. And they just like pick and choose from those same people over and over and over again. Now, I will try to say I don't agree with anything for Zoe Zaldana, but, you know, maybe for her, she thought it was going to be another day at the office. Like you said earlier, Avatar, she's putting on makeup. Yeah. You know, she's done the little CGI kid movies. You know, she's she's worked with prosthetics in the past, and maybe she thought it was going to... Be executed be better. I'm and and I don't care about Zoe Zaldana. Like, let me just be really clear. But I did really try to sit and give her the benefit of the doubt on some fronts. But I, like I said, I really don't believe her to be the type of actress to have the skill set to pull something off like Nina Simone. Like, but again, she really like Viola. Right. Not even you could just you could give me a stranger. <laughs> honestly, like, sh- but you like, know, not a but str- no one ever takes risks or chances with new actors like that's, that's so rare thing. as a lead especially for a biopic you know they're gonna go for 
the name that's gonna bring in the tickets, you know? Right. But then I like, agree look with at, you. It and, would and be amazing to get uh, like the way they did with Gabourey. No, but I'm yes. saying ex- you know exactly. we've never heard of her. Exactly. Thank you. Hell, but, Jennifer and Hudson in Dreamgirls. Jennifer Hudson. Virtual unknown. Because whenever and bodied the film and killed like, it, and it just sucks because I feel like whenever it's mainly white people doing our casting, they're just like, okay. Uh, let's just get this black person because they're working or, you know. Right. And then they were like, you know, Zoe Zadana's not really working, but she black, so let's just get her or something. <laughs> right. And and her ass is like, yes, I'll do it. It's like, no, you won't. Like, nobody <laughs> nobody said, no, she need to audition if she's going to do this. And I feel like if someone, if you, just the commercial, like, who said, like, who, nobody said. I wonder said, how she feels watching it back. Like, I feel like I would have been like, all right, I fucked up. I fucked up. This doesn't look right. It was this was not a good decision. I'm not even sure if I can believe she would even feel that way. For her to have done it and not having anyone's blessing in the way that it was looking rolling rolling back on set, she had to have known this was a bad idea. And maybe there are politics behind the scenes, but I can't do it. I just want to leave y'all with that little makeup thing. <laughs> just as a little just really she might have just been like, All right, prosthetics, I've done this before. Like it might not have even crossed her mind like actual color issues. Right. Like, sadly enough, just because of some of the things you see in Hollywood or you might, you know, be desensitized to. But I don't even think she, uh, sadly. Yeah. And, and, I, and maybe she did, but. I mean, that's a, that's what, that's why I was saying I can't attack her because I don't even know what she's thinking. Right. I don't know her mind. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who she is. I just know I how, who she, know pres- who she you know, is. acts <laughs> Dustin's face. I wish I could see this I'm just waiting. No, because go ahead, I Because I like, okay. Do it. Do it. <laughs> just do it. The whole damn thing is a fool. Okay. Damn, like awful. the entire, from top to motherfucking bottom. And it's actually been a fool for a while. It might be a I don't comedy. know if you guys are aware, but there's been all kinds of controversy with this film out. for years. Yeah. Mary mm-hmm. J. Blige was initially who they wanted to play Nina Simone, right? Do you know what happened? She I? said no. Oh, Mary, initially, Mary was like, yeah, you know, I'll do it. But then once it came out that Nina's daughter was not supporting this, once it came out that the story itself was based on a really fucked up part of Nina's life, it's not a real biopic. It tells a brief part of her of her story. Um, mm. Yo, Mary said no. She didn't do it. They courted a few other people, and the next thing you know, they cast Zoe Saldana, you know, or Danya, or however the <laughs> fuck you say it. They cast her. Now... Zoe Saldana looked a goddamn fool in that in that makeup. Crazy. And from yeah. the first the, when we saw those pictures of her walking around Doesn't the set look months like a ago, she, she looked like she got nose. her makeup done at the funeral home. She needed a red nose. She do. She looked like she got <laughs> her makeup clown. done a clown. She looked like she got her makeup <laughs> oh, done man. at the funeral home. Yeah. She looked like the So So Deaf logo with that afro Justin, wig on. When you tweeted she did. That, she did. I walked, she did. A, I walked she did. away. She did. She I looked like away I actually from my I actually would petition for them to change the So So Deaf sign to that. That. Who that? Yep. Because that was spot the She fuck looks on. terrible. She looks terrible, man. From my computer. She looks terrible. She really it's looks bad. terrible. It's just the whole thing is a fool. She should not have done it. She knows she don't look shit like like Nina. Where was Uzo? I mean, where was Uzo? Because she can sing. Great. She that can would, sing and act. <gasps> yes. Where is oh where was God, Uzo? I didn't even think of that. That would have been. Where great. was Iyanla? Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know, y'all, y'all know good damn. Y'all know good damn well. Yana look and, just like Nina Simone. What? Where was Yana? <laughs> don't she? Don't she look like Nina? <laughs> look, and and she would do it. I, I bet. No, I, my choice would beloved, be um, she would do it. at a apparel. 
I'm, I hate not saying people's names correctly. Please forgive me. Adapara Oduye. Mm-hmm. She's this um, amazing actress. Mm-hmm. She did a, a film called Pariah. Mm-hmm. She was in. Yeah, yeah she I was know in exactly. Fala- yeah, Yo, she's amazing. Hell, I think Kim Wayans could have did it. <laughs> Cut her hair. Shit, she looked just like Nina Simone. Not Where Kim the fuck Wayans. is Lauren Hill? Dustin. Where was El Boogie? Lauren, that's interesting. Look, while we at it. Now, she wouldn't have never came to set on time. You know what I'm saying? Y'all motherfuckers would still be in post, pre, and production right now, you know? But the bitch looked like Nina Simone. But like what about you, the idea of colorism? How do you think that plays into it? First of all, it's bad casting. It's I think that like this, first, this, first this shit right here, this ain't about blackface because blackface is when theatrical makeup is used, right, to represent black people. Mm-hmm. Nina Simone, I mean, Zoe Saldana is black. She's a black woman. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't representing, you know, she wasn't a person that's not black representing black people. So to me, you know, it's not blackface. It's bad fucking casting. Mm. Why in the fuck would they cast Zoe Saldana to play Nina Simone? Hell, they might as well let Jennifer play Hillary Clinton. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they might as well. They might as well Who, let J-Lo? me. Jen, nah, Jennifer Her Hudson. Oh, shit, why not? <laughs> yeah, J-Lo. shit. Let, they, they might as well why let not? Gabby Sidibay play Kate Moss. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's 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 the equivalent of how bad this casting is. They might as well let me play Nina Simone. Like we said before. They might as well let me play Nina Simone. This is a joke. (laughs) It's a joke. It is a joke, and it's a bad joke. And so I don't blame Zoe. I feel like she should have made a better decision. I blame her. I don't. As an artist, you take risks, and sometimes you get in this space, this creative space where you believe in yourself, and sometimes it's an over, it's a reach. And that's what that was in this case. This is exactly why I wanted to see your side of it, because I think think Nina Simone's daughter agrees with you. Yeah. Because she said, I saw in an article, she said she feels really bad I that Zoe's getting attacked. She agrees that it wasn't the right casting choice, but you know, like you said, she she's an actress. She's a creative. She probably really thought, I can nail this. I can do mm-hmm. this. You know, because as the thing too is that Zoe has never, at least from my research, I don't really see her ever referring to herself as a black woman. She, 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 I never I'm saw trying it. not to do this, but fuck it, I'm going to do it. She really, like, <laughs> downplayed the black shit a couple years ago. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, and now all of a sudden, you know, right. you're so, black. Right, black so woman. that's why it's like, that's kind of the issue I have. Like, especially with Latinos, I know that it's a very sensitive subject. Right, right, right. You know, like, are you black? Are you not? And it's on both sides. Black people, do they accept you as black? Or, you know, like, it just gets really blurry. She can come to the cookout. <laughs> But I think we're, that's where she knows she can come to the cookout. She so knows. she don't need to be putting on the blackface. That's right. why it gets the colorism part kind of gets fucked up. Right, the colorism part gets fucked up. And like I thought that was interesting that you asked Dustin, do you think it was her fault? And you say you think it is. You say you think it's no, not. No, I don't think it's her fault. I think the what's her fault what is taking the role from someone who could have done it properly. Someone who's mm. dark skin. Someone who. You know, okay, let's just say how it is. You know in movies, a dark-skinned woman getting a lead role is 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. guys already know the deal with that. Slim to none. Slim to none. The only reason I feel we're even seeing more black women in lead roles is because scandal fucking worked. Mm-hmm. And you know TV, mm-hmm. um, the industry loves formulas. And a trend. Yeah. And a trend. They love a formula. They love a trend. Mm-hmm. All it takes is for the person, the first person to take the chance. Yeah. Yep. Shond- Chandra is a Chandra. Shonda. Yep. I always call it Chandra. Shonda took the chance. They listened. She was big enough because Grey's Anatomy is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, she built her power, and then when she got her power, what did she do? She reached back into her own community and said, we're going to put you in the forefront. Mm -hmm. Here comes Carrie Washington, changed the game. Now we have Viola. Mm -hmm. Then we have uh, Taraji. Taraji. Mm -hmm. Then we got even... um, Megan Good had a show. She sure did, and um, Being Mary Jane. Yeah. Sorry, I got to laugh at Megan (laughs) Good. Khloe Kardashian got cocktails with Khloe. It's a good time for black women right now. It's a good time for black women in Hollywood right now. I knew it wasn't just me. So I feel like, you know, there has to be an integrity. I love that Shonda was like, I built up, and now I'm reaching back. And I feel like with Zoe, she built up. And if anything, she should have been an executive producer. Mm-hmm. Put money into it. Yeah. But help another actress that you know you're getting the role because you look a certain way. You have features that fit the mold. You're dark enough, but not too dark. So you're like in that safe zone. Jennifer Hudson. Use your power. Reach back and put someone in that role that you know would not have gotten it. That's like Jada, Jadakiss could have played you. Nina Simone too. <laughs> Jadakiss would have been a mean. Do you know what Nina. I mean? Does I, I that make you. sense? It, it makes perfect. I'm sense. I'm a huge fan of like, like even for me, I know light skin privilege is a thing. It right. is. It absolutely is it a is. thing. How the chances. Do you, use it? you know what? It's a thing though. I can't sit here and deny it. I know that a lot of the campaigns I get is because I'm the safe looking black girl. Right. But you know what I do with that power that I've been propelled into? You can't not take it. You got to take it, but you take it to open the door for everybody else. That's right. Which is what Shonda did. She took, I'm sure she had to do a lot of stupid shit. You think she wanted Grey's Anatomy to be all white leads? I'm sure that's not what she wanted in her heart. But she knew those were the stepping stones to get to a scandal. Yeah. So even for me, I'm doing what I have to do to position myself to be able to reach back. That's why if you look at my, at heyfriendhey.com, you know how, how limited my site has become because it is focused on black women and visuals and if you look I'm always it's always natural hair brown skin Mm -hmm. all the different hues I've had people hit me and be like you know your site would be bigger if you included everyone okay but that's not my goal Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm including who I feel we don't see enough of Mm -hmm. that's what my site represents and you have to have that integrity at some point the problem is not everyone feels that way and that's the thing that's exactly what I was going to say maybe for her it's maybe she can't even get to that point because you know she's still battling with you know you know color being the, issues the black uh, the Latina exactly. you know and having to deal with that which is why I said it's hard to attack her because exactly. we don't know what she's going but, through but I say that it is her I blame her and I don't because you know like as an actor to be sat at a table and be met with a Nina Simone script like you know I'm gonna think to myself oh, shit, this is my my bodyguard. This is my, like, you know, I might think that, but you would also need to just look back at what you've done, and maybe she thought she could do something new and something fresh this time. But I really feel like just her being her really should have said, or really should have sat down with her acting coach and been like, girl, do you think I can do this? Because I don't even think that, <laughs> I mean, I like, that's where I'm coming from. 
And not to take anything away from her, because I don't know enough about her craft, but I have watched enough Zoe Zeldana movies. I to actually say, haven't. I think I've only seen. I've grown up with her, like Avatar you know, her and... as a dancer. You know, what was the the, the ballet movie she was in? Oh, like, that's old right. school. Like you know, we like we have been with Zoe yeah, through the years. I forgot so we... about that one. So why do you think she didn't just say? Because if I was her, this is what I'd have did. I'd have been like, okay, I can play Nina Simone, and I'm confident in my portrayal and my performance. Don't change the color of my skin. And I'm going to contort my face. Mission one. I'm going to contort my face, which is what actors do, and I'm going to make my. I'm going to move my jaw the way Nina moved hers, mm-hmm. and that's how I'm going to deliver my performance. But do not use makeup that is not the same color as my skin. Absolutely. Now, if y'all want to add to my cheeks to make them full in the, in the lower region what like about hers her were, nose and lips. If you want to and... add to my nose, whatever, fine. Don't change the color of my skin. The fact that, and not, it's not an issue of them changing the color of her skin for the role. It is, but that's not the point I'm making. Right. The point that I'm making is it was such a shitty job because they had to change the color of her skin that it immediately made every part of her performance a joke. Yeah. Underneath that makeup, Zoe might have been acting her ass off, okay, for, with the visuals and shit. Mm-hmm. But we won't know because the moment we see her with that coach makeup on you know what i'm saying and that's like it 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 becomes laughable immediately Mm -hmm. if because if she would have been a bomb enough actress she would have known without the makeup what she would have been able to do. don't put that shit on me so so i blame her for that she should have said listen don't play me don't play me like that. Right, don't like put once that you get to me. set and you start to see that stuff, and then you watching playbacks on set, I kind of would have been she like, knows she I don't was think in that's video what village. I was wondering though, like watching the playbacks, not even just sitting just in the makeup video room, village, like, looking at the shit, and but, you you see yourself no, looking even, a fool. But that's why I was saying maybe like you know she's in the makeup room thinking, oh, it's all gonna look different at some point because you know she's done the avatar and all those. But then when you looking at that monitor and you on set still and you kind of like okay so when do y'all make me not look retarded like y'all picked the wrong color out the box of 100 crayons like and that's what she kind of should have been like but maybe she thought it was going to be maybe someone lied to her and said girl post-production we got you and she thought that her acting was on point they used her she used herself maybe and And the avatar comparisons I don't understand that because yes it was prosthetics and makeup involved but we don't know what the hell them blue horse people look like I mean not even (laughs) that was some fictional (laughs) shit Nina Simone we got pictures of her you get what I'm saying exactly but not even just in the form of the avatar but just in how Hollywood works and having to deal with you know going into makeup and dealing with heavy production and CGI and just all that whole process so maybe she was just so like used to that shit at that point and whatever the kids are doing in 2017 for their 5k TVs maybe she's thinking okay this ain't gonna look stupid and it came out looking dumber than fuck so (laughs) (laughs) I mean those were the kind of things that I tried to look at for but again I ain't seen the acting be there for her to just be like I'm gonna sit down and my voice is gonna sound like Nina and I'm going to give those expressions that I know like a black woman gives when she does this. Like, you know, and that's why I was saying for the black experience, like you just know certain things. I agree. And just certain things as a woman, as a certain type of woman, you know, and I just don't see Zoe being able to give that off without the makeup or in any of those scenes. But maybe, like you said, it was it was not even probably about a good part of her life. So maybe it was one of those, we can get any and black person to And I didn't even know this. that. So the movie's only about a certain Part, yep. Like the part, mm-hmm. which part? I'm wondering, is it when she had her breakdown? Like I can't remember. I think it was a relationship she had with somebody or some shit. It's a very specific part of her life. It's not the whole. It's not really her life story. It just was a bad idea. I'm gonna get high and watch it. I mean, I'm not gonna pay for it, but if it comes on, I'm gonna watch it and laugh at it for sure. That's exactly. <laughs> like, what I'm so down you're for not that. gonna watch it with an open mind. You no, never know. Mm-hmm. 
I try I try to separate the look from the acting. No. I watched the trailer with an open mind. <laughs> I did. I went into the trailer with an too, open actually. mind. I, I really was like, did. Well, I was like, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> maybe it'll be right. Maybe yeah. it just looked bad because we saw it in production. Maybe the final it's product. it's been so many years of like tension surrounding it. I was like, who knows? It looks like she I bet she you had... she's going to kill it. And then as soon as she came on, like my my heart dropped. I was like, oh my God, this is bad. This she looked is... like she had the makeup on ever since the movie been talked about. It looked like the makeup <laughs> oh was years God. old. But look, like... that, but look, that one photo of her has been flying around for so long looking like that. And mm-hmm. that's exactly how it looks when you hit play. Mm-hmm. So I laughed just as hard when I saw her watching it. I was like, yep, this is going to be bad. Sorry, Zoe, girl. Sorry, girl. Spend <laughs> that money, though. Ain't mad at you. You look like a coach bag. <laughs> 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 okay, well. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry about it. <laughs> sorry about it, Zoe. And, and look, and then friend thought she was really gonna try to start in after that. You saw it. I was like, um, okay, well. So now, <laughs> all right, they got her ass looking out. like a Woo! caramel cake and thinking we gonna be like, oh, all right, Nina. <laughs> oh, Fuck man. out of here, man. And oh, even I, you know, I always try to take the high road, but I Ain't like one. like Asante said, even. When we, because we're human, we make mistakes, you know, it's it's part of why we're here, but it is important to be accountable for them. And it it's weird to me that she doesn't have anyone in her life that was like, girl, you don't have you one don't person see that this to be is like, not working, friend, you know? If you ever came, like, you would, you have sense. I can't even say that if you, if you ever told me about your friend, but no, but over. even like things that I've told you, because we're all really close. Obviously, there's things we don't talk about on the show, but things <laughs> that we've shared in real you life know where good you, and goddamn, it would be like, yeah, okay, you're always quick to be like, mm, I don't know, like this, yes, no, you know, you have, you need to have those people that help you stay in even check. Even when we're suggesting things for segments, like, Fran has been there to hold it down and laugh in my face. I'm like, all right, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> she know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's why I just, I wonder who is around her. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess, how do we end it? Wet send her positive energy and wish her well. We we, we play the just... song of the week for her. <laughs> That's what we do. Oh, we play the song of the week for I'm Zoe Saldana. Oh, Lord. And what it just it? came to me. The doors of the church are open. Oh, Lord. For this week, we're going to use something that is um, tried and true. It is a true reflection of our experience in the black community. You know, <laughs> anybody that's ever had to deal with struggle like Zoe did in this film, you know. <laughs> Her involvement in the film, the whole struggle of the makeup, all that. The song of the week is by none other than uh, Sister Donnie McClurkin. Ah, we fall down. Did you say sister? All right, sister. We fall down by Sister Donnie McClurkin. Now that right there, Prophetess McClurkin made the hell out of a song, you know, about going through some things and we fall down, but we get back up. So that, to answer your question, friend, that's how we offer encouragement to Zoe. We tell her, listen, Zoe. Sister McClurkin tried to tell us. (laughs) We fall down, but we get up. We get up. So that is the song of the week. We fall down by Sister Donnie McClurkin. Thanks, Sister. (laughs) All right, guys and girls, as we take a break, we have to go ahead and shout out our awesome, awesome, awesome sponsor at getbevel.com. This time we're changing it up. If you use the code FRIENDZONE FREE, you'll get your first month free. Now, I know you guys are probably just like, damn, you know, they are really pushing these Bevel ads on us. Um, honestly, I don't really feel like I've been able to sit and talk to you guys about why it's so important to support Bevel. They're the first company doing something geared specifically for us. And as black people, it's important for us to go out there and support each other. And why not be a part of something that's awesome and great now? The system is awesome. 
You get some great product, like really, really quality stuff. I mean, the aftershave, it smells good. It feels good. And who doesn't like consistency? Who doesn't like to go to one place and just get the same thing over and over to fit your needs, something that's designed specifically for you? If you want to try it out and see what it's about, you get your first month free this month. So don't forget to go on ahead to log and log on to GetBevel.com and use your code FRIENDZONEFREE for your first month free. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Friendzone free for your first month free. Now let's get back to the show. Yes, okay, girl. well, I'm trying to figure out how we segue from we that. We must move right along. <laughs> is this wellness tip that you're about to give going to help Zoe out? Um, It could, because I'm sure <laughs> she's a little stressed. Okay, so this week's wellness segment, Um, last week we discussed the breathing techniques. A lot of you tried it and sent us, which I, my favorite mm. part was seeing the, what? No, so I had to actually use your breathing. Really? Te- like, friend, I kid you not. And tell the next truth, day, did it work? <laughs> it saved someone from getting cursed out. <laughs> so it it might have saved my job, actually. I'm not really playing. seriously. I, 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 w- I was not feeling good at work, and I had to go home, and I wasn't feeling good. And then someone was like fucking with me while while you're not feeling good. Bad so you know when you aren't feeling good and you don't know what to do, you kind of want to just curse them back out. You know, mm-hmm. throw the energy right back. But I did my breathing techniques, put them on the do not disturb, and it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I yeah. literally sat there and I, I counted and I held and I was like, wow, you just, friend, you actually saved someone. Yay. So. Well, that's awesome to hear. And, I, and my favorite part was seeing people having the little post-it notes. Did mm-hmm. you guys see yes. those tweets? Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like they wrote them down. Yeah, I saved and had some them, of those. Yeah, and had them on their desk <laughs> mm-hmm. or on their fridge. So that made me happy because... I mean, like we say, all of this is just to help us stay calm and, right. and help us navigate through the craziness of the day-to-day. Oh, look, yes, that's the picture I saw. <laughs> Asante just pulled up one of the tweets. Um, so um, the biggest question I started getting, because now I think people are being more reflective, you know, of the ailments that they have and being like, hmm, okay, so now I'm taking passion flowers, so my sleep is getting better, you know, and now when I'm anxious, I know to pull out my coloring book, and if I'm about to kill someone, like Asante said, I know to do my breathing technique. So this is good because this is an arsenal that you're building so that it's it's going to get harder and harder for you to be fucked with, basically. You know hey, what I mean? That's, <laughs> right. that's, that's right. really what it comes down with. That's like right. when people ask me how I stay so calm, in a lot of these situations, it's because I have built this arsenal that literally I go through A through Z before you can get to me. <laughs> like, yes. I'm literally tapping into all of those things. So I think it's cool for all of us to start building that and then protecting yourself, you know, not protecting yourself from other people necessarily, but just protecting yourself from how your emotions make you react to other people. Mm. So with that yes. being said, I got a lot of messages telling me that you guys have been suffering from really bad headaches. A lot of you work in offices, you're in front of computers all day. You know, even your posture can be something that affects how um, <laughs> Asante just fixes posture. <laughs> your posture can be something Put that... Put a hump in your back and lift your rump. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That song was about posturing. People don't know. It'd be, it'd don't. be a deeper Connected. level of understanding you see? That in rap music. Go ahead, though. <laughs> so I wanted to tell you guys, um, obviously headaches there's so many different types of headaches you know you can have um the tension headaches which usually comes from stress from posture then you can have sinus pressure which usually comes from people that have sinus troubles or even allergies i know my best friend has awful sinus headaches but it's usually around this time when the pollen starts attacking us with spring 
Um, there are people that have migraines. Oh, I was about to ask you because yeah. you know, I get them real bad. Like I, like f- cerebral. Where it's just like you're so sensitive to yeah. light, to sound. Mm-hmm. You don't, you have to lay down because there's mm-hmm. really no other way. And then Dustin was telling me about his cousin. Yes. You're saying that your cousin suffers, suffers from cluster, cluster migraines. Cluster yeah. migraines, which are the ones that come around almost Ugh. like every couple of weeks. So yep. that's really a really hard. That's really up. yeah, because yeah. most people have to be on medication consistently mm-hmm. to even, you know, deal with them because they're Coding, so bad. Yeah. Seriously. And hard to work and function. So I wanted to tell you guys a couple of the um remedies that I have I used to have migraines when I was in college. Um luckily I don't know if it was just like a phase, maybe I was just overworked, but it's not something that stayed with me too long. Um, But the different types of headaches, like we just explained, some are vasoconstrictive headaches. And what that means is that the flow of blood and oxygen has been inhibited in some way. So that means something has gotten in the way from your circulation, you know, from your blood flowing properly. So that so because the flow has been inhibited, something's gotten in the way, there's a blockage. Obviously, you have to think of it, okay, to get rid of the blockage, you have to use massages. You have to use some kind of movement. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm at Asante's body rolling. No, I was, I was just <laughs> readjusting my posture again. Right. You have to create movement in your body. So that's why they call it a tension headache because it's it's the restriction is based on your muscles, your joints, your <laughs> The faces you're making is killing me. <laughs> so the best thing that I suggest, especially if you are in an office, is to create a kit for yourself and keep it in your desk. Now, the kit should consist of three oils. You're going to put an oil that... I got to take notes. Right? One of the oils should be lavender. One of the oils should be peppermint. And one of the oils should be a carrier oil. I would suggest jojoba. Cause you know it's it's um it doesn't have much of a scent to it, so it's not you're not gonna be in your office smelling like all kinds of <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I know you have you know your coworkers gonna be like, girl, what is happening in that section? But why are you using the peppermint? The peppermint is basically what's going to open your blood vessels. It's it's literally gonna make them open right up. And you know how when you breathe in peppermint, you can almost feel like your body physically opens? That's what it's basically doing to your blood vessels. So the fresh smell of peppermint is really soothing. It's, it's vasoconstricting, vasodilating properties, which means that it helps control the flow of the blood. It actually creates the movement. So like we said, these headaches have to do with the poor blood flow. And the peppermint oil opens up the vessels to promote the flow. So that's what the peppermint's doing. Now the lavender, remember we said what the lavender does is when it hits your body, it's like a sedative. So now you have the blood flowing, which is going to take away the pain. And then what the lavender is going to do is going to basically relax you because, you you know, headaches are traumatizing. Yeah. It's like overwhelming pain. Yeah. It can last for hours, for days. So you need that thing to kind of wind you down, you know, and make you feel like, okay, <laughs> that was a moment and now it has passed. You know, so that's what I would suggest when you have a tension headache. And what you do is you mix a couple drops of the lavender. You're going to use at least 15 to 20 drops of the jojoba. Obviously, this depends on how bad your headache is. And then you're going to put five drops of the peppermint and then five drops of the lavender because they're potent. They're essential oils, so you don't want to use too much of them. And this is going on your skin. And then you're going to massage the back of your neck, 
your ears, you know, just that whole area that just gets really, really tense. I know that you, as soon as you think of a headache, it's the first thing that you do is start massaging the back of your neck and the lower part of your head. Use that with the oils and what it's going to do is that going to create that flow and that sedative. So that combination is amazing. It works really fast too. So that's what I suggest for the tension headaches to to get that oxygen flowing back to your head and, and you know, you it'll take away all of that pain. Now, when you have migraines, it's actually the opposite. That means the blood flow to your head is too strong. It's like it's shooting up. That's why you feel like people say their heads are going to explode. Yeah. It's like you got to get the blood flowing away from it in a way. So it's the opposite of the tension headache. So you got to think, okay, a massage is probably not going to help me with this. I have to get the blood flow away. So what I would suggest and what has worked for me is bringing heat to your feet. To because your feet. Right, because now the blood is going to literally sense the heat and redirect. And then that's what's going to create the natural flow. So I know you guys are like, okay, but how am I going to wet my feet if I'm at work? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bit tricky. But this one is for if you're at home. What I suggest is create the foot bath, some hot water, soak your feet, and then put in, you can either use the lavender by itself or the peppermint, it doesn't matter, or use both and then just slowly massage your feet. Mm. So you want to create that movement away from your head so that you won't have that explosive feeling. Now, for those of you that are at work um, and don't can't take a foot bath in the middle of your office, <laughs> I would suggest putting a pinch of cayenne pepper into a glass of water. Or you can even put it into your caffeine-free tea. So what the cayenne does is that it does the same thing. It's basically redirecting the flow of the blood because mm. it has capsaicin in it which is an agent that is very healing and it's really really potent and it will totally open up the flow of your blood so that's what i would suggest for you if you are in the office that's what i would suggest for you if you are at home so remember it's two different types of things it's either the flow that's going towards your head that makes you feel like the migraine or the flow that's just feeling like it's almost stuck somewhere you know and and that's what's making you feel like tense and muscle cramps and a lot of different feelings all over your body that's usually the tension headache and that's where you need to massage yourself mm. so those are three how many remedies did i give that's three ten because <laughs> you're giving out all the secrets of the holy grail tonight like i'm sitting here like damn okay i gotta get the oil kit popping right but so but i think the, the kit the kit to keep at work that really saved me because yeah. i think you get a lot of headaches at work mm -hmm. having to do usually you eat shitty when yes. you're in an office, because you eat usually what's closest yep, to you, yep. you know, and usually you, it's not anything your good. Your body's feeding on that. Your body's and right. Trash. Your, and then your coworkers You're getting on your motherfucking nerves. You know, and then your boss getting on your motherfucking nerves. <laughs> the computer having getting to on your motherfucking nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just look you at know, the mic. emails, posture on your chair, like it's so many things that are affecting you. So I would suggest. <laughs> I was waiting for Justin. No, no. <laughs> I thought he was going to say it too. I was like, right. So creating that. I ain't that, say it because I ain't want to get on your motherfucking nerve. <laughs> so creating that little mini headache kit with the peppermint, the jojoba, and the uh, lavender oil is a lifesaver. It really saved me. If you don't like jojoba, you can also use coconut oil. Um, just anything mm. that's sort of soothing and light that can handle the essential oils. And that nice massage, you know what I mean? Like, 
it's better than popping pills. I was telling the guys earlier that I was a major pill popper. She's and, talking about pain medications for right, her. Oh, right. yeah. You know, for y'all motherfuckers start. I am in here, so don't get crazy. Go ahead. I was, um, when I would uh, get headaches and pills, I was one of those people that would pop like four pills at a time. I know a lot of you are like, yeah, I still do that. Because it was just normal. Like, right. I would use one or two Motrin's or Excedrin and it did not work ever. But if I popped four, it always worked. So it was just an easy go-to. But unfortunately, what happened to me, my kidney stopped functioning. So you don't want to start creating those kinds of chemical problems in your body. So that's why I suggest using these natural alternatives. It's oils, which you probably already have because you've been listening to the show. Okay. <laughs> if you're someone that makes the food at your house, you probably have cayenne, you know. So let us know if those help you at all like i said the cayenne is cool because it's such a healer it actually works really fast too it's scary i know you guys are gonna try it if you do choose the cayenne one and the cayenne one is actually kind of creepy because it works so fast because like Mm. i said that capsaicin that it releases it's like an agent that basically tells your body heal her you know like she needs something healed so it just kind of goes around your body. So like, it's an evangelist. <laughs> Heal her! <laughs> Cayenne Pepper, evangelist Cayenne Pepper, prophetess, pastor, <laughs> reverend Dr. Cayenne uh-huh. Pepper. Heal her, I say! Oh, my God. Heal her. All I just pictured them. that as like an animated cartoon. <laughs> Frank, Joel, Joel Osteen got a, a line of uh, Cayenne Pepper. So Listen, if he T.D. Jakes, Cayenne Pepper. Heal her! <laughs> so that, it's, it's almost scary because it works so fast. As soon as you start drinking it, and you... Usually, like, I would say it's a pinch in your water. Drink it slowly. Don't Mm -hmm. chug it. Take your time with it because, like I said, it's releasing that healing agent that's sending your body signals that something needs to be healed. Mm -hmm. So your body, drink it really slowly. And usually, I would say warm water because, you know, warm water helps everything. And drink it slowly. Take it back. And you're going to be like, what the hell? Because your body just responds to those signals almost immediately. So heat on their feet. Heat Heat on on your feet. feet. So that's all, like... So like sucking toes, right? Like that. So like that's the what? same thing, right? <laughs> Friend, maybe that's why people like getting their toes sucked because it makes them, it relaxes, or you know what? It sources the heat somewhere else. Okay, that's you know yeah. what? I can see that on a sexy note. <laughs> on a sexy note. <laughs> so Damn. if your partner, right? So if your partner has a migraine, suck their toes. Suck their motherfucking toes. That's what you do. You got to put in work, work, but I, work, but work, work. I wouldn't work. do that with, the, with any of the oils in your mouth, right. not essential oils. Honestly, I, I really did. I, I was <laughs> just about to say, when you said so that, I swear to God, it. I thought you was going to say, put a pinch of cayenne pepper in your sock. <laughs> that way, I, I literally thought that's what you was going to say, Fred. No, no. <laughs> I did. I swear in to God. I promise to God in heaven. So hopefully those remedies will work. If you try any of them, please give us feedback. If you tried them already, give us feedback. And always, if you have a different one, you know I am always open to hearing from you guys. I love trying the remedies that you guys share. So let us know in the comments. Right. And now, that's it for the wellness segment. Now we are going to move on to... The icebreaker. The icebreaker. What you got for us, Asante? Let me break the ice. (laughs) Shout out to Britney Spears circa when she was still popping. She needs some cayenne wow. in her socks with her no dancing ass. Go ahead. She needs some more than some cayenne in her socks. Hot cold. She needs to walk on hot cold. Uh, 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 That's why uh, uh, we get her to move fast Jean. and precisely. Britney Jean. I used to love Britney Spears when I was younger. Britney mom jeans. Um, <laughs> Britney mom jeans Spears. 
I am distracted by so many things, so I'm going to distract you back by telling you that for this week's icebreaker, you have won. You get to go to an expo, and it's full of sponsors, mm. and you get to pick two sponsors for that are going to sponsor you for the rest of your life. Mm. Um, which two the sponsors? The rest of your life. The rest. You just sign up for these these two free sponsors for the rest of your life. They're going to send you free shit. You can pay us millions and, and millions and millions of dollars. Um, enough. They're just enough to say, "Hey, we sponsor you." So every time you do your YouTube video, you got to wear something from them. Every time you work with anyone else. Oh, well, there you go. So Is it, like, exclusive like that, where you can't uh, work with anyone else? Nope, it's just two people it, Two people who decide they want to take care of you for the rest of your life. So you can wow. still work with other people, but you still, you know, be good to your sponsor, though. So <laughs> Wow, that's a tough one. <laughs> who would you pick, Asante? Ooh, um, so my first sponsor, I'm going to have to go with Tristan Walker from Bevel, you know. Mm-hmm. If he decided nice. to sponsor me for the rest of my life, you know, <laughs> black man behind a black man, you know, mm-hmm. who wouldn't want that? Um, and Apple. For the for the rest of my God, life, that's so, huge. Just be, for the rest of my, just because I, c- computer, phone, cars, houses, whatever the fuck they're gonna do in the future for the rest of my life, why not? Mm. <laughs> and definitely Tristan Walker because you know he's making his name in the game, doing stuff that really cares for our bodies, and that speaks to my soul. So if you're gonna do that for the rest of my life. Then I'm gonna be with you for the rest of yours. Shout out to Bevel. Shout out to Bevel. Seriously. <laughs> Shout out to that Bevel trimmer that I cannot wait to try. Shout out to that Bevel trimmer that I cannot wait to receive. Shout out to all the Bevel products you'll be able to get at Target. Right. He needs like, to make something for us. For the ladies. Tristan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does need to make something for the ladies. But right? that, but the but the razor, honestly, is it's kind of unisexy. We can use it. Because it yeah. looks so fancy. I'd honestly, feel weird. <laughs> honestly, I would recommend that razor for a woman just because it is. it does look fancy, but because of how it beautiful really it, it looks. Yeah. And it, it's like really, like I said, unisexy. Like it looks like it could be an awesome high, high chic thing for a guy. Or it could just be something really like wet and sexy for a beautiful female. Like, Frank, right. you should have one if you don't have one. <laughs> wet and sexy. <laughs> wet and sexy. I gotta it, ask Chris the, for Because it looks so nice, you know, when it's all foggy and a little wet. And you're about Look to at use you it. giving us a scene. I'm just Ooh. telling you. I'm giving you my first bevel <laughs> spiel for when they decide to sign me well, up for the what lifetime. I, well, ladies listening, I'm going to ask Chris to give me one. And I'm going to try it. I'm going to take one for the... For, I'm going to do it for the culture. Do it for the vine. <laughs> no, don't do it for the vine. And I, no, don't. definitely not yeah, for the no. vine. And I'll let you guys know. See, see, I'm that, I'm that friend. I ain't going to do that. <laughs> thank you. Thank see, you. See? Dustin will have me out there with a prosthetic nose. Now he, ain't, nah, <laughs> nah, he ain't going to do that to you. That's the word. That shit, like, anyway, because I, I, she going to take me back. We're about to bring you back. Okay. Who you lulling over, friend? That's so tough. There's tons of brands out there. What if Walmart decided? No, no I'm imagine I, Walmart. W- <laughs> no shade. I know. No shade. <laughs> I wanted to say something, but then I was like, well, maybe later. I'm like, let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I'm going to shade Walmart. Fuck them. Because when Walmart hits us, it'll be like, so today on Walmart's prices. <laughs> so here at the Friends Zone, we want to tell they you about They're right. they going to put our podcast out as the edited version. Fuck that. Right. I don't like that True. shit. Um, me. I don't know. Maybe Nike. Ooh. That's what I was gonna pick. Yeah. But really? I got another one. So, so now we again. have our, we will both do yeah. Nike. <laughs> I'm gonna be right there with Nike y'all because in. they just I mean they represent wellness in a lot of ways. I honestly yep. have to be a hundred percent honest. I haven't studied their practices like right. with the clothing. So I don't know if the workers I don't even know what countries it's coming right. from, if Should they're I being paid properly. Else? Yeah, you guys know that I haven't done any digging with Nike yet. Um but if we're putting that aside just to 
play, <laughs> I would say Nike because, I mean, they're huge and they have wellness and fitness. Okay. And I could create all kinds of cool stuff with them. I'm about to give me a fuel band. Mm-mm. What? <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> Full disclosure. I can the, give you mine. How about that? Uh, I will take it because the, <laughs> the Apple Watch has gone. Skyrotic. Big so I still have haven't even band. seen one. Are they cute? Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I've seen I it like online, so but I haven't seen an actual person with one. I want one They're so dope. bad. But I'm only going to get a fuel band because I need to get like a new pair of Roshis. I want the all black ones. Reality have the black bottom ones. Roshis have you seen the all so red cute. ones? Yes. They and you should get those. would be good I for you. Them. I know you they love red. They are cute. You love red. I love shit. I love Nike shit. I do. Nike sweats make me feel so. Nike sweats. I've been wanting a pair of the Nike sweats. The tech sweats. Oh, my God. But they're impossible to find. They're always sold out. You guys always run and get them. Oh, we get buy them up. They're like the body con dress for guys. Exactly. And, get and, them I, want, and yeah. I want one. I'm going to tell you where you can get some good deals on some of that the Nike stuff. And it's real? Don't be having me out here. I'm not no going to have you on no Replicasi or nothing. <laughs> Fugazi. Replicasi. Who are we? Like, nobody doing I don't that do shit. nothing, Fugazi. <laughs> <laughs> I will a bad today. Okay, so, um, so Nike potentially. Nike. Nike potentially. Well, Nike would be my one. And okay. then I guess Whole Foods would be the ones that would make the oh, most yeah, sense, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Whole Foods and Nike would make the most sense because I can get all my beauty products and oils and all my workout clothes. That's right. I'd be set. Boom. So those are my two. Well, well. <laughs> for me, since we're talking Just about a- lifetime, right, a lifetime partnership, I'm, right. I want to do something that I think will never go out of style and something that I think, you know, We'll just last forever. And I know you guys probably think I'm about to crack a joke and say like a condom company or something, but no. I'm not. What? Ser- I know, right? But I'm like, what? you know, but I am. I would like to do, I would either do like, I was going to say Nike mm-hmm. because I love Nike sweats. I wear them all the time. They make me feel super, super sexy. You know, I just love Nike stuff. I wear it's Jordans. Like, too. yeah, that's my shit. thing. But since we're doing iconic stuff, I would love to partner with Timberland. Because Ooh. the Timberland, Ooh. that would be perfect. It'll that never go out of one. style, and I, I, it, it is a part of like my fight, like my who I am. You know what I mean? Those boots make me feel like myself. So I love Timberland classic boots. And then my other partnership. A lot of people don't know this, but roller coasters and theme parks and amusement parks are my absolute favorite thing in the world. I'm a nerd. I know all the companies, all the specifics. I know all the techie shit about them. I love it. So I would love, one of my dreams long term is to have a show on the Travel Channel. I can't believe I'm putting this out here. But I would love to have a show on the Travel Channel where I go around the country and even around the world to like amusement parks and ride really? roller coasters and stuff. That yeah. would be I'm lit. Mortified I would by watch. Them. Yeah. You it's know, like I don't a, ride roller like coasters. Think. It would be so like I would a day watch. in the park no. with me. So I'll, I'll, be, be, I'll be the friend that holds your coat. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That's me. <laughs> but that's why I would watch Dustin's show because I know that he loves roller coasters. And, and I would shit. be acting so like me all, at the exactly. park. Exactly. So, so I would love to do that. That being said, my partnership, my endorsement or whatever would be like Disney. Cute. I would love to work with Disney Parks, you know, or maybe even Six Flags. Six you know, Flags. something Flags. that would go yeah. forever. Like, just in working that in and be, like, the face of that part of their That thing. would be hot. Like and I that. think we're not represented, right? When you, you see travel what? ads for places, theme parks, you know, you don't see young, you know, urban, you know, people. Right. You see families and stuff, but we're the motherfuckers who get drunk and go to the parks. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Have a good time. Right. So I would love to do that. Yeah. That would be the shit. I hope that happens for you. I want Thank that you. to happen for you because that I would That's watch right that. That's right up my alley, right? Hell, fucking yeah. yes! Imagine <laughs> yeah. going to an amusement park and then Dustin be like, "All right, before we ride the rides, he gets you fucked up." Yeah, and then you go on the fucking fastest. It'd be like me ride. and my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be dope. 
And yeah. then you throw up and he's like, now nah, we're going to have funnel cake. And then you have funnel cake and you're like, all right, that was good. And then you ride a dangerous fucking ride again. And it's like, what? <laughs> and then you twerk before you, while you're waiting in line for the next ride. Awful to me. Oof. Yes. That's awful to me too, but it's, it'd be great to watch. This was a great icebreaker, you <laughs> that guys. That was cute. That was good. Hopefully that they all good. work out for us. Hopefully right. they do. <laughs> and hopefully Nike will send us all free shit because of you. Because that shit right there. Because Nike just do it. Nike is legend. Tim's our legend. Like, these are all legendary brands. And Tristan Walker is going to be a legendary brand. So, yeah. you know, looking towards the future on, the on that. Moving right on along to our Asking, Asking for, for a Friend, friend segment. Please do not forget to email us as we do every week. I will check at the friend zone at loudspeakers.com. <laughs> Did I say that right? The friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. There we go. <laughs> See, I know it's long, but y'all knew I was going to miss something because y'all not going to forget to email me. Oh, okay. So we have a, I had some funny ones, but I'm going to start y'all off with a little something different, actually, because I really, really want to read this. Tinkerbell. Hi, guys. Love your podcast. I am and will continue to be a lifelong fan. Here's the situation. One of my best friends, who is the wingman in the story, I'm the chick, have known each other for about six years now. Three years ago, my friend got married, but still hasn't been the husband he should be in his relationship. I'll admit I've witnessed and even somewhat encouraged him to do his own thing, as in cheat, under my watch, and I have been tight-lipped about it. Only reason is because I'm not close enough with this girl like that, and he is a grown-ass man. (laughs) This is where things get weird. When I've gone out to clubs with him, as I am a single bitch who has the right to do what she wants, this nigga wants to be pretty wants to pretty much act like he's my man in there and scaring off potential suitors for me. The last straw was when I met a fine ass dude and decided to leave the club with him. My friend decides to send me all sorts of profane messages to my cell, calling me a hoe and all sorts of nonsense. The petty in me, Dustin, you my nigga, mm-hmm. wants to blow a piss spot to his wife. Since mm-hmm. he thinks he can call me out of my name. But the real me doesn't want to deal with all the drama that will come from it. Here's my situation. Why does he think this double standard is all right when I'm all about living life to the fullest? But when I want to act on it, he thinks it's all right to give me the side eye. P.S. We live in the same damn building complex. Him, me, his wife included. Separate apartments, of course. So I will be running to him quite often. And I have never actually got down with this nigga in the first place, a.k.a. fuck, for him to be acting this way. That was going to be my first question. <laughs> so should I just be done with him altogether? He was a great friend prior to marriage, but I just don't get why he even took that leap if he was not going to play his position like he's supposed to. Oh, and don't judge me. I know I shouldn't encourage bad behavior, but I'm not anyone's mama. Sorry. Tinkerbell. I By like the way, oh, and that's why I'm, and that's the only reason I'm reading your second email because I, I thought you were funny. Um, I would very much appreciate if you read my letter as I'm really contemplating on being a petty hoe. As he has a called petty me. Petty is not a word I think he understands too well, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, he is black. He's a black French nigga and misuses words a lot. Um, Fran, talk me out of it. Asante, you're right in the middle of petty and logic. <laughs> so Fran hearing your stance is it. also very valuable to me. Dustin, you're my petty nigga for life, so chime in. <laughs> and it go a little something like this. <laughs> okay, so first of all, him calling you out your name and being disrespectful, that's something that you need to check. People only do things like that when you allow them to. That's not your man. Y'all ain't, there's no reason for him to be talking to you like that. So just address it. Be like, look, nigga, I don't know what you thought this was, but my name is Tinkerbell. <laughs> and try not to laugh because Tinkerbell is a name that I know I would start laughing when you said it. Like, okay, your name, bitch, what? But yeah. So, so <laughs> tell him, true. you know, tell him your name is motherfucking Tinkerbell. I don't say tell his wife. I just say address the behavior because you being mad about him cock blocking basically and being right. overbearing. That's not reason to, to you know, 
uproot his family, especially when you are right with the cheating. Don't anyway. break the G code. You know what I'm saying? Just check him. Your issue is not really about him cheating. Your issue is you don't like his behavior, so just address that. You don't. You don't have to. You know, fuck him up to get him to get the point. Just address the behavior. Right. And especially that's your homie. You can tell him like, have you lost your goddamn mind? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm trying to do the same thing that I'm not telling on you for doing. So give me 50 feet, nigga, damn. You know? <laughs> and that's the that's thing. She's a single-ass woman, too. So for him right. to be doing that, it's like, nigga, please. Speak up. <laughs> and be noticed. Like Suge Avery in the color purple. Go ahead. Friend, what you thinking? And that was the black bottom line. Huh? That was the black <laughs> bottom line, friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you're going to ask for the high road. <laughs> but honestly, with this one, it's a little bit tricky because... You know, like you said, you're not his mom, so you can't tell him what to do. But you said you encourage the behavior. <laughs> that makes me a little uncomfortable because everyone has been around that friend that is cheating <laughs> on their partner. And you're just kind of there stuck. You either get stuck and you're like, what are you doing? Or you are like Tinkerbell and tell them it's all good. Let me push this mic away from my face. <laughs> right. None of us are going to admit which friend we are. Um, no, but I think... <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, no. But we I all th- in this together, all right, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> no, but I think um, it just sounds like a weird friendship to begin with. Yeah. You know, like, he's calling you out your name. He's allowing you to be an accomplice to a situation where you know if the girl finds out, she's going to be mad at you. She's right. going to be... Cho- well, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> right. She's going to be mad at you because that's just how it always works, you know, for right. not saying something or for... You never know. He could put it on you and say you met. He met people through you. Like just a tricky, you know, position to put yourself. No, in. No, but I thought she said they never did it. She did. She said that, that him and her never did it. No, but, I mean, but put she's talking it about on, put it on her that she like pushed oh, like, him played, to do it. Yeah, not like never no, mind. No, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> that was like on a petty note live because I swear to God, I thought. <laughs> No, I meant put it on you like that you told <laughs> like him Like place to. the blame. Right. Yeah, right. Okay, all right. <laughs> I thought you meant he had, you know, no, no. put it on her. <laughs> no, see, for me, you guys know I don't believe in throwing people away. Like, that's a struggle for me. But yeah. I, I, you kind of start noticing the people around you, like the their expectations of you and even the positions they put you in. And the more uncomfortable a friend puts you in, like... You know, the more uncomfortable positions a friend puts you in, it makes me start questioning, like... The friendship, yeah. The friendship. Do you want the best for me? Like, what? what's... How do we connect? Are we just petty friends? Yeah. You know, am I the friend that you bring around when you want to be low? Or when you you need a ride. Some (laughs) some whole shit like that. I always want you to drive every motherfucker. Right, so... you come pick me up at my cousin's house? We're going down the street to Newton and then later. (laughs) And then they want to give you $2 for gas. What the fuck I'm going to do with $2? I said $2, but... You know, friendships like that that don't really, there's no progression. Right. So I don't think it's a bad idea that you just, you know, put him in a folder. Put <laughs> him in a folder. Yeah, you put know. Put a pen in You it. know the friends, right, <laughs> put a pen in it. You know the friends of yours that are helping you have a flyer life. And it doesn't sound like he's one of those. We them. We right. them. Tell him to listen to the show the so he can get them. his motherfucking mind right. Honestly, your friend <laughs> is just being selfish. He has his cake. He's married. He eating it too because you let him cheat and run wild. And he think that... Yeah, mm- you're enabling the selfishness, so you're a fun friend for him. So maybe there's a little something, something going on, you know, on his end. He think he can do something with you later on down the road. He think he got you in reserve. I don't know. But again, you know, you just need to check him. Uh, leave the wife out of it. 
<laughs> it has nothing to do with her. You are part of the secret. You could tell her and she might, you know, try to stall off on you. So don't let that happen. You know, just stay out of it. Keep with, you know, you and the friend. And I think that's going to be the best course of action from my point of view. Just take it up with his ass. Because he might, hell, he might have something waiting in the back. He might try to tell her, man, she tripping because she trying to sleep with me or something. That's what I'm saying. And you might try to Friends show up like in the house thinking you the bad shady. bitch. And she thinking, no, bitch, I'm the bad bitch. I'm the wife. And plus, then you're just going to be upset because you don't give a fuck about either of them like that, except for your friend who fucked you over. So Plus, <laughs> if that, even though he is a piece of shit, like, that's your friend. So right. how are you going to tell on him? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, even if you don't enable the behavior or whatever, you still shouldn't, I feel, just me, we just got through talking about the G-code last right. week. Exactly. Right. I just feel like you, I would never t- do that to you or you. Exactly. You know I would no, ne- no matter what. that's the perfect. And especially because yeah. you're saying you don't even know or care for the wife, you're just doing that to fuck him up. But that's like his wife. That's that's the problem. Like, just address Damn, the that's issue. His wife, his, yeah. Regardless of her being a good or bad one, like that's his whole ass wife. Like that's gonna fuck up everything. His paperwork. You shit. know, that's not gonna just give him, you know, get him fucked up for the weekend and he be like, all right, you know, you I'm sorry mad. for calling you home. Anybody, <laughs> just don't let it happen again. Like, teach his ass a little lesson or just call him up and be like, don't call me no fucking hoe. We ain't fucking. Leave me alone. Like I'm trying to get this, you know. And then if he tells you, I'm sorry, you know, I was having a weekend. Y'all could be like, all right, let's go to the club this weekend. You know, Bella Noche is on me. Call oh, his ass a hoe. Now, you got to be careful with friends that allow you to be the fucked up friend. Right. <laughs> and, and, that, that, and that create that for you and are cool with it. Because that, they usually are, they usually position you like that so that they can hide under you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you will. Create alibis and stories. So, right. I don't know. You, you know what you got going on. Don't, you, put, don't make me that friend. Because you know what you got going on. So, don't, you know, let everybody else fuck your shit up. And don't fuck your shit up because you think you're going to fuck someone else's shit up by fucking his shit up. <laughs> right. And that's the moral of the story. Right. And that's actually, we don't have any time. Yeah, to the do other a question one. that I wanted to get into, we're going to save for next week because that's going to be the bomb. And right. it's a doozy. <laughs> the next time you guys hear from me, I'm going to be 28 years old. Uh, don't forget to hit me up on Twitter at Heyasante. You can also PayPal me at the uh, email provided there. I'll bring you a gluten-free cake. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's my birthday. Now nah, I'm going to hell day. Like, what are you bringing me a gluten-free cake for? Although I did have gluten-free pizza, and it was really, really good. I I'm have telling to say you, that. don't sleep. Speaking of healthy foods, the Black Business shout-out of the week, I want to thank Maddie Jackson on our Friend Zone Pod Facebook because she actually suggested Woo-hoo. The Black Business Shoutout of the Week, and it goes to Ty's Conscious Kitchen.com. That's T Y S C O N S C I O U S Kitchen.com. I'll make sure to have that link for you below. So, Ty is an awesome black chef. Remember when we had our episode talking about the importance of your internal pH, and we talked about alkaline based foods mm. and acidic foods and knowing how to find the balance to stay healthy? Well, he has a website, which is Ty's Conscious Kitchen, where he has recipes that are alkaline-based. So he helps you stay balanced, and he breaks everything down by what it's doing for your body. He's basically the kitchen version of me, because Lord knows I don't have those Mm. recipes. But he also has a YouTube (laughs) channel. He has a cookbook. So I think if you're someone who's really trying to take this pH thing seriously, or maybe you're coming out of an illness he can really help whip you back into shape because the more you push your body towards the alkaline side, remember we said it's never about being fully alkaline. That's not possible, but it's about finding that right balance. Balance, ho. Right. So, So while you maybe like your acidic, you know, burgers and meats, 
he's going to help you with the alkaline side with what to cook with those things to give you that healthy diet, you know, well-balanced diet. So definitely check out Ty'sConsciousKitchen.com. And like I said, thank you, Maddie Jackson, for the suggestion. I'll have that link below. And do you guys have any church Church announcements? announcements? Church announcements, church announcements, church announcements. Do you have No, sir, but shout out to the Word of Mouth Radio Show. I had a great time hosting there. It was um, so funny. Thank you for listening, friend. <laughs> of course. Uh, I hosted with um, Taiki and Q and, and Cleverly Chloe, my homegirl, you know. Uh, it was just a great experience. Really, really fun show with some dope young people in New York doing radio. So check them out at Word of Mouth Radio or Word of Mouth Show on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleverly Chloe's Twitter, my homie. Check them out. It was dope. Thanks, you guys. I cannot wait to come back. Yeah. Um, how about Any- you, friend? Any church announcements? Nope. Nothing from me. Oh, well, you know, the docket's pretty cute for me. Uh, oh, I do have one last thing to say. Because my birthday is going to be on the 15th, which is a Tuesday, I'm running a, like, fake special. If you are in a New York, special. if you are in Harlem, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, it's like a little fake uh, hunt for me. Thursday and Friday and Saturday, you might be able to find me at the Pompette Wine Shop, but 420 Malcolm X, the back store. If you arrive between 6 and 8 and I am there, you might be eligible to win a prize. If I'm not there between 6 and 8, you are still eligible to receive a discount off of the wine. Um, you need to find Moselle. Actually, when you walk into the store, be ghetto and yell, balls deep. But when you find Moselle, he is who you redeem your code with. But if you see me, you can redeem that way as well. And what's the code? Uh, balls deep. Okay. Just yell balls deep when you walk in. Oh, my God. And so that's Are like, you no, sure this is I, a code? Because if people I 100,000%. <laughs> Moselle's going to be like, excuse me? And if you don't feel like yelling it, just ask for Moselle and just tell him balls deep. He's going to know. He's part of the thing. Okay? <laughs> Shout so out. funny. So that's going to be this week's The Friend Zone. Thanks, folks, for joining us like you do every week. <laughs> don't forget to email us. Don't forget to harass Dustin on Twitter. Right. And don't forget to be part of the thing. Part of the thing. I like that. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black. Good night. Bye.